Alright, testing one, two, one, two. It is 9.07 on a Friday night. We got the OGs in the building. Hey. Got Frankie, Frank Lucas, Frankie White. Yeah. Frankie Tang, Bearcat. Bearcat. Pound cake, say something. Ask about him. Got my man Diddy. If y'all don't know him in Philadelphia as that, you might know him as the AKA infamous Nick. But obviously, Noto Nick, Noto Nick, <laughs> Noto banned from Noto Nick, uh. banned from Noto Nick. No toe, you're a no toe. Yeah, no toe, you're a no ho. All right. <laughs> but uh, like likewise, it's uh, your man Ray Times checking in once again, and uh, we're trying this podcast podcast thing out on a uh, little prompt Friday night session. Uh, kicking it with the homies, as I said, months said. I got Diddy and Frank in the building, and uh, we over here politicking, talking about some shit, trying to see how you know. Uh, apparently, Kanye West is trying to make America great again, um, and you know, we talking about some different topics that are out there in the world. But I love this topic. We really, uh, you know, wanted to kind of kick things off and just kind of give people an introduction and background to uh, Nick Noto Nick. No, Ben Noto Nick. Who's got a uh, special title, but, you know, as obviously names ring bells all throughout Philadelphia. So, Nick, welcome to the show. Frank, welcome to the show. Hello. What up? What it do? And uh, we're going to get things, you know, started as we proceed. So, Nick, um, being, you know, the nightlife uh, OG of the game, now that you got your claim to fame out here in Philadelphia, how you feeling tonight, man? I'm fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> like that? All right, say less, say less. Um, so it's good to have you on the show, man. I'm good, though. I'm always good. Yeah, man. And, uh, you know, it's good to have you on the show. You know, we're going to definitely um, talk about how, you know, you've gotten to the place that you are. Um, I, myself, you know, will definitely attest to the fact that, you know, the Philadelphia nightlife scene, um, it has been something that we, you know, as a family, as me and Nick and Frank both sit here, been around a long time. Um, we're just going to spend some time reflecting on it. How about them Eagles last night, man? Shout out to them Bears. Shout out, shout out to the Eagles. Beautiful win last night, busting the Bears, New, New York Giants. Nah, just the same, But uh, you know, obviously, let's uh, you know get right down to business. So Nick, yes, um, you know, just tell us a little bit about yourself, man. I mean, I know right now, you know, you know, I've known you for a long time, but I think the viewers, the audience, the listeners, um, those people that may have heard your name but don't know not much about you, you know, take us through that. Uh, so how did you start out getting into the nightlife? Who did you first start with? What was your first gig? And what was the inspiration gig, behind that? Yeah. Uh, I've been partying, partying since I was young, man. First like time. First I, gig down, down not, bar, well, man. first job I had was even before misconduct. I know you're gonna say misconduct. No, I but didn't. Misconduct. Misconduct. Yes, definitely paved the way. Um, yeah, Pearl. Pearl was my first bouncing yeah, gig. Like two weeks. I was there so, for. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, we just yeah. talked about a lot, and I think it's, it's impeccable that Frank's here right now because. Well, if Frank didn't get me in, I'd be nobody. I wouldn't be in. Okay, so then that 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 needs to be said. Then uh, Frank, you know, I'm glad you're here on the show as well. So. I think the first order of business to talk about is, you know, people that are in the nightlife or got started in the nightlife a long time ago and still OGs to the game. You know, what was your impression of Nick the first time, you know, y'all rocked out? Oh, man, we've been rocking out so long. What, down at the bar? Yeah. 
I thought he was kind of a slacker. <laughs> yeah? Nah, nah, it was all good. Nah, you know how it, it started? He was the first Me one. Me and Frank there. were a team, yeah. yeah. And I'm the talker, man. And where was this at? And Frank's the muscle. And what, what bar was that? Misconduct Tavern. All it right, was, so you know what it was? It was a craft beer dive kind of vibe. It wasn't a dive, but that's what was cool six years ago. All right, so walk me through that. Craft beer. Who walked, uh, so walk me through that. Who was the person that put each other on? Did y'all both go down there? No, 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 no. Frank. Talk about that, Frank. Frank was... Let him talk about that real quick. So Frank, I tell, could tell so you even better. I could tell you even better. I think you can tell us better, but I kind of want to hear from Frank. No, you know what I'm saying? My boy told me to come down there. He had just started bartending there. He left... Uh, the viewers can't see Frank. We'll get a picture of Frank. He used to... Uh, used picture to of bad motherfucker. Then he's bartending down there, and he asked me if I wanted to be a bouncer down there. So I said, fuck it. Make some extra money. What happened was Start. Misconduct was a dive bar at first, right? Mm-hmm. In Center City, Philadelphia. Still a busy bar. It was busy, but before they did all the... Uh, you know, new construction and and doubled in size. Yeah, he was hired just because he's a scary looking dude. So is that, is that is that security six years ago was a lot different than what it is yeah, now. Yeah, that's why I was gonna ask the question. So like, what was it about security back then? You had to be had able to handle to yeah, your boss. Yeah. You had to. Prote- they wanted somebody to protect their yeah, and, their and business. Slapped a couple people around. You know, yeah, he was do, he man. was approached. Yeah. They, he had the look. He had the the everything there was in, look, that bro. you wanted in a security guard. Yeah. Right, you were about it. So now, do all people like when they're in that montage of trying to get into security? Not right? now. Do you start? Do you start initially from the bottom? No matter what, you always go. Oh uh, hell yeah! Yeah, now they make it even harder because of uh, you know third third companies coming in like uh, like mainline. You know. Yeah, and they get paid P you, you have to you have to be certified security now. When we got in it, we just got hired as employees of misconduct. Gotcha. You so know, is that we cover under their insurance. We were covered under their insurance. Gotcha. Yeah, they cover they I mean, covered us. I mean after that was, a while they said we were too high risk because misconduct kept on getting Because we were popular, fucking people up. Yeah, and so Yeah, I mean it was crazy I mean we ended up having like six like six guys on our But yo, we got paid. Started out with one and ended up getting like five or six guys. Six guys that were about it. The volume of customers that were coming in. Yeah, I mean they went from a bar that had fifty people in it in in a day to on a weekend. We had more than a hundred people in that like place. There was every lines, weekend. Bro. There was at least two hundred, and you're talking about in Center City, Philadelphia, in a in a craft beer bar environment. Mm-hmm. This ain't a nightclub. Yeah. Well, that's what it was. And like that's what into. was cool. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, that's that cut craft beer. You know, the whole bar scene kind of. The night nightclubs faded away a little bit when craft beer became popular because it was so good. Everybody started liking local type bars again, you More know, like a homey atmosphere, like a homey atmosphere, and it was cool. That's when yeah. Brad started Bottle Bar East. I hope you get, yeah, Brad Helder. Brad Helder. I mean, I hope you had. I mean, he's real interesting to talk to. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, uh, We're definitely going to feature him. Do any of the show door too. guys do any like uh, bar back work? <laughs> no. <laughs> Absolutely not. So strictly security. Hell no. I, I mean, we'll help out at the end, like clean up everything. Listen, like, I don't even do security no more. But, uh, six years later, right? Um, yeah, we don't do like I'll do stuff just to help people out and everything, but we're not uh, washing. Uh, I never had it as good as I had it when I was with. All right, so let's let's pause for a second, then, because I think that that's a good topic to talk about as far as 
you know, uh, you know the expression, mixing business with pleasure, right? Absolutely. So, um, you know, Frank and Diddy, you guys would be a good question. Uh, people ask this question too. Uh, how do we, or how did you guys manage to balance the two? Like when, you know, oh, because I, I, we're the perfect balance. I get that, but I'm saying, like, let me walk you through this. When I know you guys, right? Yeah. Um, you know, the montage and the way that we always rolled out has been, you know, get down or lay down, and we getting fucked up, right? Right. right. Um, we're all which, in or all out. Yeah. Um, and I think that you know, for that point in time, you guys transitioned into being, you know, the business aspect of it. Like, is that what intrigued you? Was it something that was almost like the, the segue into like gaining much more opportunity? Or was it like, hey, listen, not only do I want to come out and see the nightlife, but I'm not trying to spend the fucking money either. Nah, we, it, it was nothing, uh, for me personally, I, I was all business. As much as it was my second job, I treated it like it was my first job. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, I was there on time. I wasn't there to mingle. Like, it was a job... I yeah, mean, and was. the job the job was you know but yeah. like I'm his job was to protect all, you know the I mean? bar. Yeah. So if someone got out of here, for me personally, that's the type of person you are. Yeah, like like I'm there for a purpose. So you know what I mean. Get out I mean, at the end we would chop it up, like you know what I mean, like beers at the end. You know what I'm saying? But during work, I was it was all business for me. Got it. Yeah, all business in his job is to protect the bar. So. Well, it's your job. His job was to, if someone gets out of line, he's checking them. Mm-hmm. You know? And yeah, if he's checking them, they, it's a problem. Yeah, yeah. So you guys want to play like the good So he found guy. me. Oh, that's exactly what we Okay, play. that's cool. And, but I before I came other, into it. I found some other desperados as well. Right. Before okay. I, like I was his first, you know, his pick. First guy got they said, all right, we're getting bigger, Frank. We need to. We, we might need you to bring in more. You got another guy. I was the first guy. So, like, in terms of just being in that atmosphere and having to be the tough guys, because, I mean, that's what security typically is, um, is are you guys in a position where you got to almost, like, hype yourself up to have that? No, or was I, it just a situation no, where, like, this is like what I don't care Frank lives like this that. life. Like, <laughs> I try to be humble, you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not there to ruin anyone's night. Not you. I mean, if you're acting like an idiot... Yeah, I gotta let you, like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? We yeah. were there getting yeah. paid to handle bad shit happening. Because I think, I think, drunk I, people I, getting out of hand, it was our job to check them. And I wanna do this as that's a disclaimer. Me. I wanna do this as a disclaimer. Oh, we would have fucked you up. Um, you know, like, and that's the thing about it, it's like, you know, you're dealing with humble giants. And I think a lot of people that do go out in their nightlife, yeah. uh, especially when they come down to, like, guys taking girls out, uh, they go to these bars and then they see, you Craft know, you beers guys. like liquor. You guys, they see you guys at the front door. You know, I think the impression is is that they're they're intimidated because oh, they because they, they have that you know essence to say, am I going to obviously look my best representation in front of the lady I'm taking out? And then the other question is is that are you guys going to give me a hard time based on anything just based on the simple fact that they are security and are bouncers? Which to the point is is that I think if we all take that moment. When we're trying to, you know, do our jobs at the front door, right? Yeah, yeah. Tell people what the fuck to do. Yeah. Uh, and then you guys are also, in the, our listeners showing up to have a good time. I think we all got to have that moment where you just blend together and say, listen, whatever these people ask in terms of, like, doing their job for security purposes, they want to make sure you have a good time and there's a purpose behind it. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. But they don't have to worry walking through the door. Like I'm not worried about them as long as you, you know what I mean. See, that's why. Look, that's why I was there. Mm-hmm. So I'm greeting everybody. Yeah. And I'm nice. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. 
believe it or not, the way it is today now in the nightlife, I'm not really the nice guy, but I learned to be the bad guy from him. Gotcha. But back with him, we're talking about old school times and misconduct. I was the nice guy. Yeah. You know, I'm, I was carting everybody. I, when we had lines, I was the guy at the door. To, right at the door. He's behind me. And gotcha. if you, you fuck with me, you're dealing with him. Yeah. Got it. And Got it. We, we just work well that way. And uh, yeah, there was no cover at misconduct, and we had a line down the block. Yeah. They weren't expecting it. And guess what? Since we left, how long has it been? Place hasn't been the same it's been since. A couple of years. So, all right, walk me. Let's answer that question. What has changed from the gig you guys had in, in misconduct? Tired. Yeah, now, we'll get to that. I want to ask Frank why he kind of like stepped right. off as well. So that's another good point. But I think it's also like, what was the the rapid like growth that you guys saw was it the fact that you guys were down there now you were getting the name out there um, was it the networking piece of it I that you guys did okay so, I like it I it love the people like I didn't promote it in any way but I didn't I love they it. just like they, they I loved, still love but see it, it was think, a place that you would go like before you would go like hit a club but nah but that but, was like, the sometimes club. you could just end up there and. It wasn't just us, it was Fado, it was uh, Jose Pistolas, there was Everything tons of, right there. there was Fishtown was just popping, hipster heaven. Yeah. It was craft beer was in the mix. That's it was, it was too, so right? popular when it first started. Now that misconduct is in Old City, right? No, nah, Center it's, City. It's in Center 15th City. And Locust. And they have another one on 19th and JFK. It's right next to, uh, and uh, what's the other oh, big right. one? Oh, that's right. I know. Piano Boom. We, we were there for How at the Moon. How at the Moon is right the there. Corner. Okay. So it's I mean, so they were like right. almost like the first generation of like the crap beer dive bar. You know what? I think Fishtown was. Um, well, I mean, in terms of like, like, yeah, for like that run, they had a crazy selection, man. Whatever you wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Did they ever go in competition, or is it a competition between that kind of vibe versus like a uh, a Frankfurt Hall? It's the same vibe. Yeah. That's the vibe like, at Misconduct was Frankfurt Hall. That, that's why all the old heads hang out in Frankfurt in in, in Fishtown. Yeah. yeah. It's people liked the concept that they could that they thought they could go in Misconduct. And just chill and sit. Yeah, yeah the so only like after a while, it wasn't like that. Night, like you were night standing cuts up, weren't doing well. And it was elbow to elbow in there. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and it was fun. Which I'm I not mean, a big fan of. Like, but that's cool though, because the fact of the matter is, like, for you two to work that crowd with all those people at you know the you said you mentioned at the smaller group at the beginning of your journey, and then now as you guys like you know we get to the point where Frank segues to stepping off, which we'll get to, and Diddy going on to your next journey. Like you saw the volume of that, and then what's the biggest thing that it taught you in terms of learning, like to deal with those two different type of balances, like a smaller group versus a larger group? Did it like matter how you regulated the crowd differently? It's or the same. It, it's the same. But you know what? It's changing, man. Yeah. It's the our way of doing it. You know, security is a different game now. Yeah, you just I, can't go. I don't even know if big. I don't even know if the Bearcat. It might like not even be know. good for the Bearcat yeah, to get back in there. I'm still gonna do it the only way I know how to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. And he do it with me. Right. Yeah, right. I think you guys obviously the good cop, the bad cop is you know shining through even just in this conversation. Um, you know, for personal personal reference, I remember when these two were working in misconduct, 
Um, and I came down, I think only one time. Yeah, I we were killing thing. it too. Yeah. And you guys definitely had like. We I mean, it's a job. It's a job. It's a job, yeah. though. Like, there's yeah. a lot of money in nightlife, man. Um, People so, are, you know, that's like what I'm saying. Us coming up, it was all about tipping your be- your bouncers, man. Yeah. I mean, that's what made us cool. We didn't want to do it unless we were in the VIP, getting p- with with our own bodyguards. Right. And right. I was 19. Right. Like. Partying with Bob Saget. Like, I was gonna say, that's a tough. That's why I asked at the beginning of this conversation. I said, like, how did you learn how to put the fun down? Hold on, wait. You, you partied with Bob Saget? Yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. He was the shit, too. Well, shout out to Bob Saget. Yo, Danny Tanner from Full House. Yeah, Blue uh-huh. Martini. I was 20 years old. That was a New Year's Eve. We gotta have Bob Saget on the show and talk about Dude, that. Yeah, right. That, you know. Bob Saget. Like, do you remember when you parted with people? No, he wouldn't remember. <laughs> That's how crazy that motherfucker is. He wouldn't remember. Who? Bob Saget, uh, dude. He nah. was, dude. He had to be forty then, and Ford he had like four bad. badass chicks with him in the bottom of Blue Martini's VIP, and they're like, remember it was like a, you went down the stairs in the basement. We loved it down there, mm-hmm. and it was, was like so. There was like nobody down there, but like Dark people hell, spending. Yeah. Thousands of dollars yep. on bottles, in a basement somewhere. and that's what's cool again now. Yep. I mean, it's crazy how trends. Dark, dark, like, and I, like, um, there's one the one spot that you took me to. Uh, was it Gardendale? Like that. So Ryan I, Taylor. Yeah, that's Gardendale. Shit. I, I, I just want to talk about Gardendale because, like, it's my really favorite is, spot. Like, right a misconception now. when you get in there. When you first get in there, it looks like that's old in, school shit, right? Yeah, you feel like you're in the nineties. Yeah, again. you look like you're in a fucking rave party, Dude, yeah, having a good bro. ass time. Yo, but, my like, man Brian Taylor's the shit. People hanging off of chandeliers, and yeah, then uh, like party there. they have a uh, opportunity to go into a back room that. Um, is a little bit more main, yeah, mainstream, but you know, also has its little dibbles and dabbles as well too. So, I think we were out to like five, six in the morning that night. Uh, yeah, the, I yeah. mean, it's after hours there. Yeah, it, yeah, it was it, a crazy time. That I, it's probably around five, five thirty when I leave. So, yeah, man, that's the, the biggest question is putting, you know, the balance of it all to put the fun down and then still make money at the same token. So I applaud you guys for that, man. Um, yeah, you know, definitely. Because, I mean, you're making money and you're not spending the money that you would when you were out there. Like, the smartest yeah, decision like, I made oh, in my life. Like, you're like, you know what I mean? Yeah. The best decision I ever made in my adult life. So let's, I mean, get, let's get a little granny with that. So, how, like, did you guys ever, like, go to work, like, and not be, like, tall on yourselves, but, like, did you guys ever party before you Dude, I party. Yeah. Before? I'm not yeah. a big drinker. Nah. you'd be focused. Yeah, like, I... Yeah. Maybe some like, people like you can see bouncers that yeah. look totally out of their mind. No, no, we weren't drinking. I'm in the, the zone like that. Nah, maybe some Addies or something like that. But yeah, maybe some weed. Yeah, but I'm, well, I'm not. I wasn't even smoking back then. I'm not so, drunk. Not That's me. the difference. I'm yeah, not drunk. Drunk said, people want trouble, man. And yeah. but people like to drink. It's a party. I get it. Nah, we were all sober, like all night. Oh yeah, at yeah. work, I'm I'm not drinking. Yeah. I'll drink after work. Yeah, but I don't care about drinking. I mean, I'm smoking, mm-hmm. but I'm always smoking. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, we, you have to be able to handle yourself because if shit goes down, the shit goes down. Right, right. And I, it's, like, interesting because sometimes I feel people, like... It did go down then. Put a lot of different... Right, they put a lot of different perceptions out there, and I think that's, like, the key. Like, I see people act certain type of ways when they have to work, right? But then they act completely... Yeah, we were the trouble. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. We were the trouble growing up. In the park. Like the bouncers, 
they wanted to like us because we were the trouble. Like, yeah, but, I but we didn't like, want. Yeah, we respected respect them. them. Like, That's what I don't give up today. The kids bro. coming up today, like, it, oh, man. I'm not saying nothing. It's crazy. But if I was a young buck, and I saw like someone, I'm saying it. Like, these, I saw these women are like, harder than the dudes. No, I saw someone look like me. Like I wouldn't want to fuck you, and I'd be like, yo, I'm, I'm just gonna leave that. I'm, I'm just gonna leave him. Nah, alone. they asked yeah, for it. And then pick your battles. These motherfuckers. They asked for it, and then they say, "Never punched in the mouth." Dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I feel like their parents never beat that ass. Well, you know who their parents are? Us. I, I We're was, too easy. I'm not saying I'm I beat my son. Yeah, but my son knows if I look at him some type of way, he's gonna catch the. I'm head. just saying in a hole. Nah, they all have money. All those pumps. Ten years ago, man, security was so different. The world was different. It's crazy the difference in ten years mm-hmm. of, of how America and you know social media is changing the world. It's. So, like, all right, let me ask you guys a question. Like, do you feel that the night scene before, because you guys, obviously, we did our old fair share of partying before you guys started working, um, it showed, it kind of conditioned you for that role once you guys got into it, right? Um, yeah, to be able to expect, Damn. like, certain stuff or, yeah. or see certain shit that you're just going to be used to and be like, yeah, yeah. this is what it is. Uh, You've never seen it all. Like every single time you think you've seen it all, you see something else down there. It's sure. it's, it's crazy, dude. Sure. It made me not like I seen a chick blow. I see people dude. act like such right dickheads that I'm like I just look at them and I'm like, dude, I never want to look like that. I mean, I still get it in, but I'm usually for the most part even cute. Like on top of it. Yeah, yeah even I'm not cute. trying to get black like these. These guys be nuts down there. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to hit the bear cat nuts. <laughs> because that's something that bouncers can't handle. That's the that's why it was the smartest thing for us to do at an adult age was we're I'm still in the environment. I you know, I don't have kids. I'm the old single. lady didn't like it, but fuck it, you can't think I didn't even have an old lady, but yeah, shout out to the uh, to the old lady. Yeah, yeah. Ashley McGovern was up. You're making money and you're still in a environment with the party, and that's just what I do. You guys feel comfortable. I make money to party. Yeah, and then, I mean, obviously, we don't want to go into anything that's too heated at this point, but uh, I want to kind of transition. And, and for all those guys that are in the security or nightlife scene, if you guys have questions and you want to ask Diddy and Frank, um, you know, we do have an opportunity for you guys to voice those questions. Me. <laughs> um, send those questions in. You know, we can definitely do a recap or a revisit, you know, with these two and uh, talk about it on next week's show. Which you guys ultimately have to tune into on Mondays uh, with the Hayden and Ray show. Um, so nonetheless, I want to kind of transition, Frank. Um, was the like pivotal point that you left the nightlife because of the fact that you realized that like some things were more important than others because of that situation? Um, yeah, I was working at my regular um, my regular nine to five, like my main job. Like, I was working a lot of weekends, and I couldn't be down there like that no more. Okay. And I was pretty much, like, the manager. Like, the my head, manager head would leave at, like, 8 o'clock as soon as I got there. After so I check stopped, in, you're good, I'm gone. Yeah, like, it's, as soon as I stopped going there, like, for a little while, we had to have a nighttime manager come in and everything. It was, it was just getting, you know, at the end of the day, I got to go with my first job, you know what I'm saying? So Full time job, yeah. We yeah, part time. Yeah. I still do it part time, which yeah, is yeah, crazy. Yeah. I mean, this is my part time. Right. We're so, killing it. But we still had an obligation to work on Friday and Saturday. I was working Saturdays and Sundays at doing my normal thing, and like I just couldn't. I just can't juggle the both. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You need sometimes you just detach yeah, yourself. Absolutely. I got you. Now, did it ever become a deterrent where like because you worked? 
so much in there and being in the nightlife that it really didn't attract you to go back down there and like have like a social event for yourself. Like you're like, nah, I work. I'm still there. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's still there, heavy. Like I mean, for me, every weekend like, since I, I started this, like, I gotta be in the mood to go down to the city. It's been six years I've been doing the door. So you've been working for six years, and Frank, how long have you been doing it? He's been out of it for three. I've been out of it for how long now? Three. But you did it for like a five or three Three, years too, right? yeah. Did like did. five years. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Like four or five years. Gotcha. Wanted to join. And then they wanted, you know. And yeah, he was there a year or so I, without me. Yeah. When it first. So I was there for a minute. And dealing with people's bullshit on, like, the shit gets old. Especially when you get older. It, it's, you know what I mean? It's a time and place for everything. Yeah. Especially when you I, It's always something. Like, dealing with the customers. Like, you know what I mean? Like Do you something. feel like the maturity level changed, like shifted, like where like you felt like six years ago or like let's just say seven years ago, like the level of uh, like people acting like adults were much more on an upscale level than they are now because like you, you just got that like entitled fucking like I can just act who I want to act, act how I want to act. And there's, now. there's a... And is that like, it's like, is, is that eternal? Like, everything is t- too... Maybe you there's, can answer that. There's now. too much... It, there's too much fucking opinions. Like, people can't... Like, there's too much... Sounds like a lot of politics. It, that's... Exactly. It's... Everybody's a politic now. Like, ten years ago, you what didn't, you didn't press charges for getting in a fist fight as a man. Yeah, they still did because there was a type of crowd that was in there. Not really. How yeah, many right. fist fights you been in that you went to court for? Since Me? Yeah. Around here? Anywhere. A lot. Well, how many fist fights you've been in? I don't know. Yeah, if you take a guess. Huh? I don't know. 200? No, I don't know. Not that many. I don't know. A lot. <laughs> the one but I think, I think, but, but yeah, I think like, and that's the, where I'm trying to segue to this is like, is the big, the biggest change is, is that now, like, it's all about the work. I miss the money. No you good money. Yeah. And it is a good, like, if, if you got a regular nine to five, just Monday He's coming Friday, out of retirement. And... And you can swing it working on the weekends. It's great extra money. Like, it's you know, not easy. Yeah. And like I said, like you save money. And I mean, there ain't shit going on during the weekends anyway. Like right. I'd rather be working than like. Yeah, we're right. old. Right. First off, <laughs> we're getting old. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, everybody's getting wise in the age, man. Which, you know, obviously being a couple minutes into the podcast, uh, you know, it's twenty six minutes into it so far. Uh, we talked about a lot, and I think that you know it's definitely a good conversation to have because some people may be interested in getting into the industry in the nightlife. Some people don't know how to get started, um, and then others maybe already in the industry and just don't know how to act. Or should take a piece out of your books and they, you know, I mean, take a word of advice. Absolutely. Um, you know. So with that being said, you know, we'll take a pause. Uh, if there's another topic we'll get into, uh, we'll talk, we'll come back to it. And then, uh, obviously send in your questions, inquiries, and anything else you want to discuss. Pick up the phone, baby. <laughs> you know your own, baby. Uh-huh. All right. So, uh, once again, I got Frank and Diddy. And, hey, uh, yeah. we got a special guest also. BC. Right. <laughs> Say less. And, uh, what we're going to do is take a five minute break and, uh, come back. How at me, baby. We were the three amigos you didn't want to fuck with. No, stop. <laughs> Are you kidding? And we're back, guys. Uh, I just wanted to hit the record button once again because we just continued our conversation after we took this quick five-minute break. Um, I got still got, you know, I got the uh, the illy muscle in the building. I got Diddy and Frank and uh, our special guest, BC, in the building for uh, special commentation purposes. Uh, but we're going to get right back into the next segment of this. Where's and that's... 
to uh, talk about the uh, fun stuff, you know, the fun stuff, the return on the investments. I think we covered a little bit about, you know, how you guys got discovered in terms of the nightlife, in terms of getting things started. But uh, let's talk about, you know, the stuff that everybody wants to hear. Um, First and foremost, let's go into, you know, the uh, requirements of the job, you know, some of the uh, expectations that you had to do. Uh, Tell me about some of the craziest shit that you had to actually handle being security in your job. First, we'll start with Diddy. Um, See, I diffuse a lot of shit from happening before it happens. Sure. But some of the craziest shit that I've seen... Give me one good example. In Miss, when, Bear, when Bearcat was involved? Yep. Bear, you and Bearcat. What, the, yeah. the, 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 top, the top of the story you would tell. The reason I'm so good at defusing a bomb is because I don't want to see Bearcat involved. Because it ain't something pretty. So walk me through that. What happened? Okay. No, we can't do you know about uh, that? Uh, I'm sure I do, yeah. Yeah. Well, dude, you know... It's the curse like, that follows Bearcat, man. Which, like, give me your five-minute or a five, 30 second elevator pitch. So let me tell you a little on, bit, bit. On, on, like, your, your, your craziest night working together. Working together, okay. Let me, th- let, me, let me tell you about Bearcat. Everybody, uh... No, we don't need to go deep. No, that's what they want to hear. Uh-huh. Bearcat's craziest... Craziest time that... Craziest time I've seen him do his job, like... Yeah. What was the night like that? That like you somebody we've had some frat boy, big motherfucking football, Penn State motherfucking frat boys two twenty try to check Big Cat drunk, like drunk muscles, and it was their worst nightmare. I mean, I still remember the night. What when Rocky tossed him around? That's just so one let's, night. Let's, let's, like, let's I, talk about... I, I, I didn't even do much. Oh, that, you're though. talking about the dude I mean, that ball tapped? So who's Raheem? Raheem was our That's third. That's big boy. That was our Shout third. Shout out to Raheem. Raheem well, was I know the third. who Raheem is. I just think the listeners need to know who Raheem is. <laughs> Raheem. Raheem. He's the best in the biz. Raheem is the Check best in the yeah. biz when it I comes to, to a physical security guard kicking yeah, somebody out. Him, There's nobody in Philadelphia better uh-uh. than Raheem Lacey at kicking somebody out. Nah, yeah, he's uh, right, he, he was that boy. That's he's that's what he does. Yeah, I mean, some people are just na- natural. Huh? Now, look, Raheem's 240, you know, six foot, dreads down to his, but he looks like an NFL running back. Like, yeah, his arms are he looks like bad. Ricky Williams back yeah. in the day. Like, gotcha. you know, with a big pearly white smile, he's the nicest dude you ever meet. So, so but somebody, what he does is he lives to fu- he's fucking you up if he gets a chance. They pay him. To deal with people that are out of control, mm-hmm. fighting, and he kicks mm-hmm. them out with physically, like they're fighting him to to do whatever, and he will twist you in a pretzel and walk you to the front door, like like, like you're a like you're some like puppet. his fucking bitch, like you're his puppet. So and, and there ain't nothing you, you can do about it. So give me that example then. What is the craziest? All right, now, I'll give you. Friend. I'll give you a story. This, this, this Diddy, I can give you. Not have one, but he's got thirty. Go ahead, Diddy. I'll give. Uh, I, I have plenty of Bearcat stories, but this is one with Raheem. So, this big frat dude one night at misconduct because there was a lot of frat dudes there. I mean, it also is in Center City, so some people got money too, and they're in there partying, drinking heavy, and this dude had beer muscles. And uh, you well, know he was like, a big I dude. Fun with on New Year's Day. 
No, that's uh, a different story. This is the when Raheem uh, took the situation before you could even think about it. Uh, so yeah, we're, we're us three were kind of new. Justice. The bar was getting busy. This dude had the nerve to ball tap. Now look, anybody looks at Bearcat, you're not, you don't want no trouble with him. He's fucking huge. Mm-hmm. This dude was a big boy, and he was in, he was drunk with his boys having fun, and he was looking for trouble. He ball looking tats. Looking for trouble, he was, dude, he was all wasted. I went over to tell him to leave, and he fucking he tapped ball tapped. fucking nuts, dude. He literally ball tapped Bearcat. Before I could even do anything, Raheem that was, grabbed him and fucking tossed him out. Dude, like, Raheem fucking <laughs> twisted this dude. What type of story dude. is that, dude? This dude was fighting it. And he, this dude looked like he was a fucking Olympic wrestler. This dude was big. He was like 6'2". So he's bigger Raheem than Raheem fucking twisted this dude up. So Frank was like, didn't even have the time to react. Raheem, uh, Raheem, dude, we call Raheem Blade. He's fucking ninja, dude. He's like, he twisted this dude in this ninja move. The dude was in a pretzel. Out this door, and little misconduct was an easy walkout, neither. You had to go down steps, you had to walk another 20 feet to a glass door. Oh, yeah. But the point is, is Raheem twisted this motherfucker up and clowned him so fast and so professional and kicks him out the door that the dude, like, as soon as the dude, as soon as he let go outside, like, it almost was like the dude hesitated, like, I ain't, knew. I ain't fucking yeah. with this dude. Like, I tried. The dude was fighting. And he couldn't do nothing. Yeah. Like, we couldn't do nothing. Wow. Yo, Raheem's that... He, I was probably still trying to catch my breath. So Frank, <laughs> talk to me about... Uh, let's, let's hear it from your side, man. Because there's always this three sides to the story. Yours, Diddy's, and Raheem, so... Oh, well, yeah. that time, that was... That's what Raheem it was. Raheem probably what's your, what's your, uh, Raheem be mad I'm talking about. What's, what's, the, uh, what's the, the, the highlight of your... your, your... I want to say it was the highlight. It was how it got started when I first started working there. Cool. A couple weeks in, New Year's Day, this dude got all crazy. And I was chilling there a little bit. That's why I didn't like chilling there when it was still open and drinking, just in case he did get into something. Like, you know, it's best just to... Well, I had a couple of his New Year's Day. He wasn't even working this day. Yeah, I had just got off. And the dude was just, he was being fucking just a ah, He wanted trouble. Yeah, so I threw him out. Then he knew you worked there? Yeah. He didn't. So yeah. you, think, you think it was a situation where he thought, because, all right, it's New Year's Day. I don't know, he was just feeling himself, I yeah. guess. I don't, like, he had a New Year's resolution. Right, he thought, he didn't him. think any, he thought he was, you know, he thought he was big shit. He had a New Year's yeah. resolution to catch an ass whooping. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't think he was getting an ass whooping until he fucked with him. Yeah, so I got him out, and then, you know, he started taking his jacket off, and he was by the door. I went back in, and I was chilling there just to make sure he didn't come back in. And then he, like, pushed his lady all crazy. And, like, I just went out, and I just threw him, like, in the middle of the street. And fucking, <clears throat> we're just going to keep him on the ground. As I'm doing that, his old lady runs up behind me and pushes me over top of him. Then dude gets on top of me, bro, and fucking, I'm like, oh hell no! This is in the middle of the like, day. I ain't going out like this. Nah, it was nighttime. Was it? Yeah, I got up with him, just gave him a three piece real quick, and the shit was leaking all over the place, dude. Dude, he leaked real quick. And leaked him. I, I got get, out of dodge in today. between, uh, and you just caught him like straight in the mouth. Dude, he hit piece. him with three, three to the face. Yeah. The dude was done. Yeah, sleep, sleep. Bloody as shit. All over the place. Fucking bro. leaking. Yeah. 
It was a fucking a, a, a star attraction at this point. Everybody's concerned for the dude. Wow. Yeah. Where was Frank? <laughs> yeah, what was your reaction, man? My reaction was get the fuck out of there <laughs> and jump on the train back. Did you feel the heat coming around? Was, it? was that? I ain't sticking around. Is that when you met Raheem? Huh? Yeah. Raheem. No, I, I had knew Raheem before because he worked across the street at the Right. And I would I would chop it up with him before working shit, but he came over and helped me, and that's when I knew, like I had to get him over there ASAP. Yeah. And I did. Yeah. Damn. So you know. That's two different stories that I definitely, uh, the damn, I mean, I could just only visualize in my head to think about, like, what that looked like, especially being on New Year's Day, you know, people are out trying to have a good time, and again, it goes back to an old-fashioned saying, it's like, you know, we have a good time. no matter what people the have. The dude's to- dad was a lawyer, and they tried to sue the bar, but I don't think they made out. I, <sighs> really? It never panned out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gotcha. and that was before, like, in the beginning of your work. So they had our backs, dude, for a while there. Yeah, they, they really did. They, they, they did, you still work, did you still work there? You worked there after the fact, right? Yeah, yes. Uh, for many years. That was for years. That was the beginning. That was the very beginning. Yeah. That was when they decided so we I need like, him. Damn, I'm surprised you're back. And I'm like, what? Like, you know what I mean? Shit happens. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Gotcha, man. Gotcha. So, I mean... Okay, let's talk about something different besides the violence. So, what about compensation, money? Like, you know, I know that that's perfect for of, of work in itself. So, that's I mean, not I that did. you guys have to state exactly what you guys took home, but that's what I worry about. Um, you know, the biggest thing I want to kind of get grasp onto is like, you know, when people, you know, have an idea or they don't know, what is like the range of, you know, of expectation you should be striving for? And obviously, people aren't going to be as good as you guys are. Right, so they're not going to the tech money that you make. Uh, but well, they're not paying them to be good. Yeah, we like, came up. Like, I, I came yeah. up with a game with, when tipping the bouncer, tipping, tipping in general, yeah. was the shit. Yeah, we always took care. I mean, you take care of your people, and that's how you get it back. Yeah. I, I, you know. You'd be surprised how far twenty dollars will take you in a nightclub. You know, well, I mean? it won't take you that, you that far. Well, no, it's something that's actually one of Diddy's famous. Uh, like, it will get you through the front door, maybe. It's, it's one of the, Did, Diddy's famous sayings. I actually it's think we need, to, get me in trouble. we need to copyright that and put that on a T-shirt. Because um, yeah, I mean, I, ideally, at the end of the day, people you know, are dumb. Like they just sit there and like look at you and think they're getting in because of who they may know or. Well, yeah, like, well, I mean, what about, what about, like, when people just blatantly walk up wearing the wrong shit? Because I think that that's also uh, a good topic to kind of segue to is to talk about fashion in that essence of, like, proper attire. Let's talk about proper attire for a nightlife, right? Well, um, uh, okay. go ahead, Ray. Nope, you go. Uh, well, now it's kind of, like, lean back, like, you know what I'm saying? More laid back? Yeah, like, you can... But, I mean, you still have to look nice. You can't, have, like, you, you can have... Depends on the spot, man. Yeah. But, I mean, it's you can have a... You they, can have they, a fitted and a, and, a, and a hoodie on to get in somewhere as long as you... Not in my spot. Well, I was going to say, the, the Diddy's expression, you know how far $20 would go. But I also think about, think back on an example um, with Diddy. And I don't want to cut you off yeah. once you finish. Um, but I was thinking about the night that I went to Diddy's new spot that he works at. Um, and there was a gentleman that walked up and Stratus. Yeah, I mean his gentleman walked up um, you know, literally wearing Nike, you know, white sneakers, right? But I think that a lot of people in the same fashion are saying like if that same person walked up with a pair of Yeezys that were zebras, right? That were yeah. white 
that if that's going to be an acceptable fashion, to your point. You know? I mean, were they clean? Were it white? I don't know. Like, I, I don't little, wear white shoes. They were so. a little dad daddish. They were very dad. They were, they were daddish. Yeah, they were daddish. I don't know. Like, nah, there were some fresh boys. They were casual. They were, they, yeah, they were daddish with casual. some, like, like, Levi's and some dungarees. You know what I mean? Like, it really wasn't like he didn't put much effort into it. Then, um, nah, like, nah, I mean, I get that, but... And I turned you gotta away, have right? better shit than you gotta have something more nicer than now. Like a pair and of I jeans. turned them away though, right? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Nice. Right. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I'm tur- like you're you're not supposed to wear athletic shoes in my spot now. Yeah. I mean you gotta come correct. I mean it's well, I've never it's even so- been to your spot, so like Right. But that's what these I'm saying. days I know me personally, like I'm not you're trying to get dressed up to go down the city. Like how I'm dressed right now. It's how like, you can like, walk into Noto like that right now. Yeah, Trust exactly. Me. Well, so I'm, I'm not. Saying. I'm not. I'm not going to try, try to tell on us, but I think that like the point that I want to make is, um, I'll put it to a great example. You know, play, take myself the one time I hit you up on a random and wanted to come in to go see him at work. Yeah. And I walked up to his spot and I felt a little bit like you know embarrassed about it because I wasn't really able able to go home and change. Yeah. But. In essence, I mean, I was still out for the day. I had a pair of Jordan 12 taxis on. I'm sure you look presentable. Shorts. I'm sure you look cool. Yeah, he, he looked cooler than half the people that were here. Yeah, so, what, so that ain't no problem. No, I know, but I think it's like, you know, ideally, it's it, the effort that you put in. Well, if I didn't know him. Yeah, I, I don't know that necessarily I would have got in. Or like Diddy said, let's be amazed at how far $20 would get you. So to all those people that you know invest that their you time, you would easily and happily if gave up yeah. like, to get into a spot to wear like some J's yeah, yeah. that you're not supposed yeah. to be wearing. Oh, absolutely, yeah, because you already look. That's like, how we came up, and I think that that's we the came up dressing up to get out of the city. We always got dressed up, like oh, dress, hell yeah. dressing, yeah. dressing, dressing. Diesel you know, was the yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, button up shirts yeah. and shit. Button up diesel jeans. Like, you don't gotta do that no more. Nah, like you don't. Well, that's not the look, which is great. It's about having the. Yeah, you look yeah. like you're walking coming off of fucking work. Exactly. Um got that to the environment. So what's some good spots that like, you know, guys should look for? Uh and not that we're gonna plug any of like these people like in terms of giving us sponsors because you motherfuckers will start paying us for that. But um, you know, like where do you guys typically go to get your gear for the nightlife? Diddy. Order it mostly. Yeah, Diddy, uh, where do you uh, got clothes? Yeah, yeah clothes. Him. Oh man, I'm everywhere. I love so clothes. what's your top three spots? I love to clothes. That's that's another. So big what's your plus top three goes to go to locate uh, stores in order? One, two, three of the locate of the places you shop. Uh, sneakers. I definitely am a big fan of Ubik in okay. Philly. Um, How about clothes? Clothes. Online shopping. On yeah, man. Grailed, uh, Goat, uh, StockX. I love the apps. It makes. I hate resellers. I'm not a reseller. I don't no. buy and resell, but. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to. What's cool now is buying shit retail. Like, uh, you know, I still I still have an old school class though. I like to wear different shit, and it works. I don't know. Yeah, you blended uh, both like on both sides, man. Like, cause I actually have a couple of t- vintage t shirts from Diddy. Um, he's yeah. always gonna, you know, have that like essence about him where he has, you know, a good taste for that stuff. So. Um, it's dope that like you know you could go back and like see somebody in a club nowadays wearing a Space Jam shirt or wearing uh, a Star Wars t-shirt or something like that and get props for it because I mean I was down in DC wearing the Space uh, Space Jam shirt that you just gave me for my birthday 
And uh, I was walking through the streets. Literally, every person I walked yeah, past was like, was d- dope, though. Every person I walked past was like, That was a hard one to give up. Yeah, every person I walked past literally like stopped me and was, was there like, tears on it? No. Nah, 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 just yeah. giving it up. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. There was tears on it. But it, I think that's that's cool as shit, though, because I mean, yeah, even absolutely. tonight, Frank's got an Adidas hoodie on. You know, and I remember at one point in time, it was almost like, you know, you couldn't blend. I like the whole thing, uh, sorry. You couldn't blend having, you know, Adidas and if you were a Nike fan, right? But yeah. I think with fashion now, it, it's changed. What, Not with Frank. What, what, Frank sticks to his guns. Yeah, I stick. Like, if I got Adidas hoodies on, like, I'm going to have Adidas shoes on. Right. Like, I'm... Like I would never. So it's improper mix still it. to mix that way. Frank, I would never mix Frank it up like that. Frank is so never. our fashion, like yeah. coming up. Like I'm, I'm old school. Yeah, like, I, I got plain shirts. You know what I'm saying? Plain hoodies. I mean, it's brand stuff. And like our dope, our dope. I got a lot of shoes and shit, but I keep it simple. Like I'm not as into it as the Diddy over there. <laughs> yeah. No, Diddy, you're really into it. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I get paid for it though. Like a lot of times. I get these nightclub. Yo, man, get that. It's out, isn't it? Um, I have a little bit of a fire emergency. That's going when I met right uh, Ron Dorsey. Ron Dorsey uh, made my head big about. Gotcha. So, and in, in today's world, it's about you know the cooler vans, the high end sneakers, the Yeezys. Yeah, but back in the day when we were skating. Fucking nobody fucked with bands. Nerd yeah, called wearing bands. To wearing bands. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. And now some DCs. people are wearing them. No, well, bands yeah, is probably the most popular brand. Out yeah, now it's Cyrus cool. D3s. And everybody was so mad. They were like, yo, they're the D3s. He literally copied off the Osiris D3s. Yo, the dude, and then ASAP, when he finally broke yeah. them out, the yeah, dude cool. that created the D3s worked on it with him. Nobody knew that shit. He let everybody... Dude, ASAP Rocky's the shit. He's cool as shit in fashion world. For real. And I want those DCs. Yeah. <laughs> or not DCs. The, uh, the These nuts? The, they're fucking Under Armour brand. Under Armour ASAP's new... They're like 500 bucks. Ain't wow. cheap. And they look just like the old skate Osiris D3s. And they're dope. Really. So, like, in essence, you can have... Uh, the most dopest sneakers on. Nobody's wearing them yet. And come to, you know, a local high-end spot with just everything else in the outfit, just having plain Jane, but because of those sneakers, it's the appeal, it's the look. Absolutely. I think it's about flavor. It's yeah. about sauce, right? That's what we call it now? Yeah, yeah, you know what? It shows that you're not cheap. Sauce. Yeah. I mean, you, you can you be know, plain you put and effort still be into crispy, it. though. You know, and Yo, yeah, somebody you who's putting yeah, effort yeah. into their outfit. You don't got to go spend $80 on a t-shirt that's yeah. all white. You're going to get a whole pack of three to $25. Yeah, yeah. Ain't all. no cheap motherfuckers dressing good. Trust me. No, that's, that's true. And that's what I'm saying. That's true. It, it costs to be the boss, man. It's all about paper. That's it. Gotcha. So, it almost like you guys have to stay up with the trends to even hold that position in the security. Not me. I mean, I mean, I mean, well, I mean, Frank, you're a different story, bro. Yeah, you're yeah. Because he's still into it. Yeah. And he's I mean, still doing it. You know, and I think that that's the biggest part is like, you know, Frank, well, Diddy, let me ask you the question. What about the, the nightlife draws you into making sure you maintain being best dressed? Um, is it the women? Is it the... I bet the you won't want to do that if you fucking get into something, start rolling around with some idiot, mess up that nice ass outfit. That will make you think twice. No, it don't happen. Dude. That will learn you. No, right. Um, <laughs> no, it ain't the women. It's he the said money. you going to get it's, your hands dirty or no? It's the money. 
You know what? It's not about hands dirty no more. That's I'm not. I'm, I, I was just I saying, said your bro. Band, your bands. Oh, <laughs> I'm saying, if you got all jacked up and fucked up your outfit and shit, do you you would think twice about you know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. No, I always the outfit ain't getting jacked up because I'm not getting jacked up because it don't happen. They're hey. they're worried about suing now. Like that's not that's not the game. You never no know, more. bro. I, that's what I. Say. I'm just talking about fucking up your outfit. I'm not talking about suing or nothing like that. I'm just, you know what I mean. So, like, here's a, here's a question I have for you guys. So, like, amongst the other positions that you hold, you know, I know we talked about different things like bareback. It's about the money. I said barebacking. Bear, yeah, we right barebacking right? this bitch. Yeah. These hoes ain't loyal. Shout out to the barebacking uh, other bitches, but um, just the uh, uh, barbacking and also the bartender, right? Where did you go? What, like, anything to talk about in terms of them? Like, how was the atmosphere with them? Did they, like, oh. give you shit? Did you give them shit? Oh, or, like, they did you guys us. work toward wow, work together? They, they all, they the love yeah. And, like, you want to You guys are almost like the, a family together. Yeah, well. Some of us. Maybe not all. No, maybe not me. I don't know. I like to stir the pot. I don't know. I like way. the staff. We usually got along. Yeah. But yeah. As you guys hang out after, like, you know uh, what? work was done because, like, you guys, we would ha- yeah, yeah, we would hang out like go to the security no, we holds would, an we authority. Would, we would rip like, beers there. Yeah. Security is yeah. important, and successful bars and nightclubs know how important security is. I always say it's better to have a loaded gun and not need it than to need it and not have it. Sure. And that's what I mean with security. Like to have a couple good guys ready to protect your place is worth it. And the internet is just changing the way it is, you know? Gotcha. So what would be the average amount, talking about all this, that you guys would take home? Like, just rough figures. Take home? Would I I take home now or then? I mean, you Uh, you get both ways. We can talk about before. Yo, I'm in it for the money, man. I got to make at least 500 in in a weekend to be happy. Or else I ain't doing it no more. And I've been averaged, I'd say averaged that since I started. Yeah, I'm actually trying for somebody that hasn't been, you know, doing it. Doing it well, well that's why out. I won't do it because I'm not doing it for anything less than which like a buck fifty a night, right? I, I, which is a lot, uh, like these days. But yeah, three hundred I mean, to to get paid to just to go. Yeah, but after, somebody, let's, let's, it, I mean, after that's one of your own security effort. like team for like four years. I don't want to start like start at the bottom again. No. I, I, it's whatever. I could start at the bottom, but I'm not doing it for peanuts, bro. It's, it's yeah. got to be worth it. Yeah, it's yeah. not yeah. even. Yeah. Yeah, no. and that, that, that's the other question I was thinking, like, you know, for the responsibility you guys carry and hold, it's almost like the same thing we talk about with teachers, right? Like, teachers get paid shit, right? But they're the ones that are teaching our youth, like, the future of the world, like, in terms of running. I don't know. So Some the of the teachers around here get paid all right. Yeah, you know what? They're in the wrong occupation. <laughs> well, yeah, you can, but you like, can say I'm that not. but then I mean you think about a bar owner and the ordinance in which they want like you said earlier they need you guys to protect their investment right um, yeah, isn't it, it worth the investment to the pay, investment pay you guys you would think, what they're but, into that investment's crazy you though think, you're literally then, selling a party you know what I mean? at the end of the day you're as good as your last paycheck just like anywhere else yo alcohol is crazy and it's legal and it brings the worst out of people and the best. You know what I mean? It brings a difference. Right. It fires you up. You're partying and, you know. Well, they call it spirits for a reason. Right. 
So I ain't gotta worry um, about these chicks, man. Yeah, I mean, like you know, and I, you know, that more insinuates towards you, Diddy, because you know you're still out there. And like, so, I miss but, the old times. Uh, to be honest, man. That's I, why I, he's I'm still re- out there. I'm ready it's because of the women. It's because of the chicks. Yeah, because of the women. Well, is that yeah. really what it is, Diddy? Yeah, it is. And it's okay to feel that way. Well, I do love women. I do. But, uh, so like, and and I know you as a as money, the guy. Money's good. Though. The money is what I'm there. I I know you as being a very very respectable, well rounded guy, man. I think that you know you were on the verge of finding somebody special in your life, you know. Um, a couple which, times, right? A couple times. Um, you know, it's almost something I want to ask you about and say, like, do you thrive in the nightlife? Find those girls, or like, what is it? Is there something that, like, yeah, you know, know, you don't call what's glitter, what all these glitters makes a goal, right? Social media, okay, is 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 key in nightlife right now, you know. The followers, and I'm not even big big time on social media, but in Philadelphia, uh, there's a lot of money to be made, and yeah, I mean, just building a reputation for yourself, it don't matter what it is. I Who's just, the biggest social media? Um, I like uh, Instagram. Like, no, yeah, well, you like Instagram, but in your Philly nightlife scene, who is the biggest oh. uh, person that kind of owns that 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 social media part? My opinion is different than what it really you want. Uh, no, nah, I mean it's just a podcast, bro. So every opinion matters. Am I plugging my boys or am I saying? Say what you feel. Who's the biggest in social media? I mean, that's all. Um, the most followers. Who drives the biggest crowd? I, the last uh, chick that I was in love with, she had a, she let's like talk about, thousands let's talk. of followers. Yeah, I was like, gonna say, she let's... gets 4,000 likes in an hour. Who's the biggest woman social media follower? Uh, Kelsey yeah. Jerowitz. This yeah? girl, yeah. I'm in love with her, too. So shout out to Kelsey. Uh, don't know you, but uh, oh, she's obviously an angel, though. you made it onto the show today because Diddy's talking about you. But she uh, Diddy. <laughs> You know, or, or Nick, for that matter. But, I mean, <laughs> so, since you mentioned her, um, you know, you said how many followers does she have? Uh, you want me to tell you? No, I mean, you don't have to go on her page or not like that. But I'm, I'm thinking, like... You don't have to go Google her. Right? <laughs> yeah, stop. Um, I think that, that, you know, I wonder what the whole change of pace would be if, you know, social media didn't play much, as much as an impact. Oh, what way if it was, different. And I think, and I think six you years ago... You couldn't even do what we did six years ago. That's what I was going to say. Six media. years ago, think about it like this. Like, you didn't Why, have social, social media. No, you didn't have social She's media. She's got 26,000 followers. It's a lot. 24,000? What did you just say? Kelsey has 24,000 followers, and she follows 1,000 of them. <laughs> So let me ask you a question. Guys, the question is like: So you guys agree with me? Do you guys think that we couldn't do? What you we couldn't, used do, to. yeah. Or like, I think for that matter, even men and women combined, we couldn't, could, couldn't be. Or let me ask you this: Let me get my thought across. Like, do you think you could? You can't. What was the way you had to push a crowd back then? You had to do what the old fashioned, physically, yeah, yeah. You had to like muscle the old fashioned, yeah. No one People, you you were allowed. Yeah. We were certified then. But I mean, no, like, what I'm saying, no, going back to, like, draw, like, like, drawing a crowd. Like, when you guys think about, like, when people draw a crowd, so I'm trying to get into the fun stuff with this. I know you guys are talking about security, which, that was a topic, but uh, I think also just people and the viewers want to know, I think some of the, the women viewers want to know, um, you know, that's a big topic. It's social media. There's controversy out there where we should have the ability to make filters where we can turn our followers and likes off, right? Because that's out there in the media today. Um, Think about that when it applies to the nightlight, right? When you see somebody post something on 
your Instagram or your Facebook, right? Yeah. What's the first reaction you do? You try to see how many people are following it, how many people like it, if it's something that's trending, or do you stick with what you know and your guns and say, hey, this person is genuinely promoting something that I know they're oh, a good person. I stick with my guns, but... It's a good um, question, right? Yeah. I, I mean, he's more into the Instagram game than I am, so he would know more than I would. At the, the, the game's, what would appeal more to you? Like the person sending the actual message or the fact that you would do all, all your files for girlfriend? That was having a party? Uh, yeah, or just like to say the same, like if you were going out and you had option A where you knew, uh, for example, a friend of yours, not saying anybody in the room, was yeah. going to a party, right? And you knew that, like, they may not have the type of following, they may not be into that type of atmosphere, but they knew that, like, hey, look, it'll be a good time versus option B, and you knew everybody that was going, uh, that, that was going to the party, yeah. but you didn't know the person throwing the party. Wherever yeah. the most people are, I guess, that I know, yeah, and wherever I feel the most comfortable. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's a good question to ask, because I was just wondering, you know, do people get drawn into, like... The mind game is saying, like, part, for example, part like, of my what job, club to go to, right? What club to go to every night? You have to po- in the night industry club now. You have to post it, it that you're even uh, you'll you have to make a page in some type of social media to have a night like job do work industry down there, job now yeah, in I any mean, place. They they, do everybody's it. doing it. The 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 bartenders that from the top managers to the lowest barbacks, you know, cleaners have to post about their, so you gotta be the brand you have to and you and, and trust me if you don't you know they'll it's replace you upon. yeah they, they'll, they'll, they'll they make you you can even you don't have to use your personal page I've been told this in every place since I've been in it even misconduct it didn't exist yet it was just starting after misconduct is when it started evolving to where you had to post the brand of the. Of you the had bar. to make it pop. Yeah, they well, what it is is flyers. It's like you know, back in the day, we passed out flyers. No, like, yeah, they're not. They're, no one's handing in out colleges. Flyers. In colleges, in colleges down the t- city, when we were younger, you they would post for parties. It was flyers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Now the flyers are online. Social and, media. And yeah. Social media. It's Instagram sense. on your stories on. Uh, it, you know, you basically, I'm, they're paying me to post a bar's name on my, so, so, you know, that your following is huge in the nightlife industry. And uh, that that's what it's all about. Awesome. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, listen, I know uh, we talked a lot today. I almost feel like this was part one, part two. Um, any last comments, words, uh, anything you want to plug, plug uh, shout out? Well, I don't think so. Shout out to all my homies. Yeah. Shout out to my man. My ex girlfriends. (laughs) I love you still. (laughs) Excellent. Anything last comments, BC, our special guest in the house? Um, No, I'm good. Thank you. All right, guys. Listen, we'll go ahead, Frank. No, no, I was just laughing. (sighs) Guys, we'll tune in next time. Um, Again, if there was questions, comments, um, and even for you women followers that, uh, or ladies out there that are trying to build a social media brand. Um, maybe specific to a product, maybe specific to your work, uh, your job, or even just if it's anything affiliated with the nightlife. You know, you never know what opportunities may open up just by, you know, exploring the options of, you know, sometimes just the muscle that's at the door. Um, they could get you into a lot of different things. They can open up maybe a lot of different opportunities for you. If you have questions and you want to voice those questions or get connected with any of these two gentlemen, uh, you know, about the nightlife, you know, feel free to voice those comments. 
Um, again, you know, tune in next Monday to our next episode, our next podcast. Again, this is Ray, Diddy, Frank Ray and Spinners, baby. Frank and BC, huh. a Bearcat, <laughs> uh, Diddy Bob in the house, and uh, we will tune in with you next time. All right, you guys stay fresh. Peace and love. Stay safe.